This is the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and this is the show where I bring to life the true failures, the true successes, and the true learnings from recruiters and recruitment business owners globally. This podcast is now sponsored and supported by Hunted. Hunted is one of the best places on the internet for recruitment content. Of course, one of the reasons why I decided to partner with them is crucially, we share a common goal to help recruiters get better at their jobs. Hunted write about everything you can need in your career, from productivity hacks to helping your time management to TED Talks and reading lists. They offer in-depth insights into worldwide destinations and, of course, there's everyone's favorite recruitment wolf, Mr. Ed Hunter, who's not quite as scary in real life, but that is a story for another time. If you haven't yet checked out Hunted's content, you will not be disappointed. Hello, ladies and gents. I hope you're all well. Very quickly before you enjoy this episode, I just wanted to make it crystal clear on the slight change uh, in approach that I'm going to be making to the podcast. So I always sit down with billers and agency owners. But I'm going to take a bit more of a strategic approach with the podcast and the guests that I get on this show. So on a monthly basis, I'm going to be sitting down or aiming to to sit down with four billers and four agency owners. Now, to make this crystal clear for all of you listening in terms of the episodes, um, I'm going to break it up in the episode name as agency owner roller coaster and biller roller coaster. So what that means is when you listen to an episode as an agency owner, you can expect some slightly different questions that are more tailored to a natural business owner, which I think will be is, is way more beneficial um, for everyone listening and for when I'm sitting down um, with the people that actually are building, running and owning their own recruitment business. So I just wanted to make that crystal clear. Uh, hopefully you notice that uh, the questions that I ask the business owners are different. I'm, I'm really trying to up my podcast interviewing game. I'm uh, really preparing for the episodes again like I did early on. So any feedback, I'd really appreciate it. But I just wanted to make it crystal clear on the slight difference and the slight different approach, which uh, hopefully all of you guys uh, will be excited by because it means you're going to get four billers each month and four agency owners uh, per month and listen to their journeys. So just wanted to very quickly explain that. And as I said, any feedback or uh, any topics that you'd love me to cover with agency owners or billers, please do let me know. Enjoy the episode. Go for it. Welcome to the Recruitment Rollercoaster podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz. Today I'm in another WeWork Love to know how many WeWorks I've been in. Um, I'm in another WeWork. I'm joined by Tim Lowry, who is the founder of a recruitment agency called Projectors Consulting. Um, and you guys specialize in the med tech industry, don't you? 
That's exactly right, Isham. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me on. No worries. So um, I've actually been uh, looking forward to this, obviously, having sort of getting to know your business a bit more. I'm, I'm really excited to sort of hear cool. about the journey up until yeah. now. Excellent. Um, yeah, looking forward to sharing. As, uh, as I was saying beforehand, where I always like to start on, on this podcast and this show is sort of how, how did Tim enter the uh, recruitment industry? Let, let's talk about that. Yeah, um, like a lot of people um, at the time, I sort of fell into it. But at the same time, um, there was some some sort of method to the madness. So um, essentially, my wife um, got a job or was working in London at the time. Okay. And we were living in Northampton, mm-hmm. so a little bit further up north. And um, I started to look for jobs in, in London and registered with a couple of recruiters. Yeah. And then this is a classic sort of PRC, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic flip. Um, they were sales recruiters um, and met with CD. CD recruitment, nice. Or CD sales recruitment at the time, and um, yeah, got to know those guys. Seemed like a great environment, good people, Mm. and um, yeah, went from there really. So yeah, what what was you doing before recruitment? So I was in different sales jobs. Yeah, I did um, sales. Yeah, door to door sales for for a while, which was um, always a good grounding. Yeah, good grounding. I did charity sales as well, sort of charity fundraising. Yeah, it's all on the street. Yeah, all that sort of thing. Thing is, you Tim's actually really quite tall, so you're not going to be. Was you really tall at that point? (laughs) (laughs) Not something that no, just miss threaten people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, and then also as an estate agent for about eighteen months. An estate agent. Yeah. So had a proper sell. You must have been the perfect Ret's Ret candidate. <laughs> yeah, I think I was. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, join CD um, and then just sort of, let, let's talk a bit about that for a second. And how long was you there for? Was it like four or five years? I saw Yeah, six LinkedIn. years actually, almost to the day, I think. That and that's, I mean, that's yeah, a yeah. real solid stint for your mm. first r- recruitment role. Yeah, I mean, it's a good environment. I've got the opportunity to progress within the business. Um, you know, a good opportunity to earn, to earn as well. Mm. What was, the, was it just the classic route of joining as a sort of trainee or consultant and yeah, then exactly. you become a manager? Yeah, yeah, the classic sort of route started as, um, they had a slightly different model as they do in terms of BD okay. teams and delivery and also manager kind of. So a, the sort of 180 model? 120 almost. Really? Kind of model, yeah. Okay. I think that, that works out in terms of percentages, yeah, <laughs> or degrees or whatever. So you'd have a BD that would get the job on, a consultant that would find the candidates and then a manager that manages the process, if that makes sense. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, it's quite okay. a good model. So just to sort of frame that up then, so what they're for nearly uh, pretty much six years on the dot, John as a consultant, did you go into what the BD team or did you go? Yeah, moved to the BD team. team. I'm starting construction sales recruitment. Okay, so um, which had great success there. Um, weren't worked and got mentored by, by a great boss. Very sort of um, tough love, very direct feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of live in 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 the uh, in the bear pit, so to speak. Okay, which was um, an amazing grounding. It's obviously tough at the time getting such direct feedback, you know, right, yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. But actually, it's unbelievable. A chap called Colin Chandler, um, and then I moved into the IT side of the business. Okay. In the BDM role, yeah, and then med- medical medtech basically. Really, and took How over you, that team, and then and then what did you? So what you grew that from scratch? No, I took over the team. So okay. the, um, there's a chap that was running it that moved into another company as it happened. Okay, the opportunity to step up. So, and then yeah. and then how long was you in that role? But about a year, something like that. Yeah, a year. Yeah. And then in that role, you was what? You had a team that you was. Yeah, there's about four, three, four of us, I think, at the time. Okay. Yeah, so BDM, couple of consultants as well. So we're doing doing really well. Um, but I think at the time, I had that that kind of. Um, to try and do something myself yeah that makes sense so there's a great opportunity within within medtech and to, to grow something specialist on a global scale yeah yeah i looked around the market and there was there's no one really doing it actually and our market is you know is incredible it's growing all the time it's actually set to really explode over the next decade as well yeah 
okay. now's the time kind of thing. Um, so let's just talk a bit about before you got to, before you obviously had that real what you're talking about there, sort of mm. you the thought process of you want to start your own agency. So what I mean what what's what sounds great about that is it seems like you was always in a sort of real heavy BD sales focus role, which typically if I think of the the messages that I get a lot is like that's the most challenging part for for a lot of people, the BD, the so that type of piece. But I guess to sort of round off that experience you mentioned it a bit there with the mentor that you had what early on what were some of the the challenges for you um let's just start there for a second what were some of the challenges early on when you was a consultant okay so we in the early days in in recruitment yeah yeah um i think it's yeah it's 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 definitely baptism fire and recruitment the first sort of the first sort of few months um you know it's it's tough it's a much more direct sales environment than b2c Mm. it's that agency in those kind of environments if that makes sense yeah um Obviously, the the control. If you know, if you if you're inexperienced, the the um, control you have over certain scenarios and situations mm. isn't as good. If that makes sense, yeah, in yeah. terms of making sure you you know your candidates on point yeah. with you know they're actually going to go to their interviews and what have you, and they're well prepped, etc. The clients are committed, um, and then obviously balancing everything as well, like that that kind of um, you know balancing all those spinning plates. If that yeah. makes sense, so trying to control everything. And I think that the way that I did it, and I'd also suggest to other people to do it as well, is just work through it. Just work, work, work it, yeah. harder, yeah. Just work harder, learn, be a bit of a sponge. How, how willing was you to take that tough love feedback then from the, the chat? Yeah, I was, I was fine with it. Yeah, obviously, at times, sometimes you're like, okay, um, you know, but I think, like a lot of things, if you get feedback, um, reflect on it. You can improve. And you improve, yeah, and it's great. And then you can you can, you can can be a better version of yourself on the next day and keep mm. on going onwards and upwards. Um, so it was, it was really good for me, actually. Really? Yeah. What Was you a good biller? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did well. So, what was um, your best year? so presidents' mm-hmm. clubs and that sort of thing. So, because of the the way they did the the model, I yeah. built five sixty, but it was like this one twenty model. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my best ever month was ninety eight nine seven one. Really? Yeah. Fucking but hell. It was over a hundred, and someone didn't start basically. Oh, <laughs> really? So I always forget. I always remember ninety eight nine seven one. Oh, mate. So, so, so how that would work is obviously. So your role was to get the the, the job piece right, the client piece. That that was actually when I was consultant filling the roles, and then when I was oh, on the okay. client piece, um, it was a new startup team basically we did. Yeah, so I got yeah, like yeah. a couple hundred grand, something like two fifty. Did, did it? Yeah. How much looking back? How useful or helpful was it that you you were able in that environment you was really able to focus? Because that is definitely if I think when I started for people out there, as you were saying, juggling and spinning the different plates and stuff. Like, how helpful was it? Like just being like just really focusing on your craft. I think the culture was was very focused. Was it? Yeah, there wasn't too much. Yeah, everyone had fun and what have you, but um, it was it was a focused culture and sort of led from 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 the um, the leaders there and the directors, people like Brad and obviously Colin that I mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, so the culture was you know a work hard culture. If that Put makes the work sense. Okay. Yeah down and, and what have you so um so i think that probably helped actually yeah but generally speaking anyway i was, I was kind of focused on trying to want to build swim up and build up a career i was really? you know, pretty serious about trying to be good if that makes sense mm. i wasn't just there to enough money for yeah, the weekend i wanted to be good to round that off then what what so for those that are listening that maybe early on year in 18 months in or even earlier what what's what's the sort of advice from the journey you've been on now which is yeah again having your own agency and it's been a while since you was back in in those days and yeah, yeah. 100k 100k Over months 10. like what what's your sort years, of yeah. what's your sort of go-to advice for your whole learning experience and hiring people now that people can sort of benefit from what do you typically yeah what's i would say yeah just from my perspective i would say to people it's um it's about getting your head down, learning, um, not letting your ego get in the way, if that makes sense, yeah. and realising it's a long game as well. Yeah. You're not going to be you know, an absolute legend overnight, you're not going to be brilliant at what you do overnight. Yeah. 
Um, learn, develop, try and be better every day at what you do. Mm. Look at look at the great people in, in that business you're working with, how you can learn from mm. them as well. Ask questions, look for feedback, look for criticism. Mm. Um, I was really did you naturally do that early on? Um, yeah, I was actually. I was definitely a sponge looking for, for, um, for feedback, definitely. Um, I think it does separate people. I was reading a, like a sports book the other day and they were saying, is it like a football manager? Yeah. Um, Ancelotti, he's an Everton fan, so I, was, yeah. so I thought I'd read his book. <laughs> and he was saying... You're an Everton fan? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck's that happened, mate? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I've seen, I still don't know myself. Still, still, still regretting it every day. Um, but he was saying the players that used to come to him that wanted criticism, yeah. like Ronaldo and Ibrahimovic... Yeah, Whereas the, the average really players that had a really bad career were the ones that didn't care or they didn't want feedback yeah. or they couldn't handle um, feedback, direct yeah. feedback. No, Whereas those guys were like, look, what can I do better in the last game? Even though an amazing game's got a hat-trick, whatever. They're like, yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah. criticise my game. I no, I, I, think, I think so that's, that's quite interesting. Point, mate. I th- forget that a little bit. Yeah, I, no, I, I think you're completely right. And I think in um, today's world as well, the, the younger people coming through, how, how many people in today's world do like taking criticism? Yeah, not none sure of us, none of us like it it's become a bit more difficult isn't yeah, it yeah it's more difficult now, you, so. if, like people don't even like getting two likes on their post and they're like yeah, yeah. about that do you know what I mean and th- you know that that's I guess the age that we've moved into and obviously this was like 12 years ago whatever yeah so you know no, no, I, I think that's media great. didn't even exist so. it, it's, it's come up a lot so look if you're if you're listening right now who who around you is are the people that you want to be learning from are you asking them questions are you actively trying to seek feedback mm-hmm. I think that, that that's great advice um so have you always wanted to have your own business then? Like, what, did, did sort of recruitment help sort of fuel that entrepreneurial spirit? It definitely or? helped to fuel it, really? without doubt. I think um, I was kind of searching, I guess, like a lot of people, mm. what, I, what I did, I didn't really know. Yeah, yeah, throughout, yeah. Throughout the majority of, of my younger, younger kind of days in life and what have you. And then, um, you know, it's a great industry to be part of. In mm. terms of you know if you, if you if you start to excel at it and be you know be good as a recruiter, yeah. um, it's a great platform to then go on and do all sorts of things. You know, other people have gone into different markets and obviously stayed within companies and grown within yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It gives you an amazing grounding, I think, in terms of sales, in terms of organisation, all sorts of different skills yeah. you need, people skills. Um, but yeah, it's something that I thought about for a while, and then the opportunity kind of arose in terms of my personal life as well. Um, my wife was pregnant with okay. our first. My, my son basically yeah so I was like look if I don't do it now when are you going to do it yeah um, so I was like oh, it's always interesting that uh, my old boss I used to work for he started the recruitment business when um, his wife was pregnant um, and it's it's like if you were to look like strategically why would you start a business when you're yeah, on the kids you know what I mean it? but it's actually happened I've, I like, I've spoken to a lot of people I remember in the recruitment days where spoke to a lot of people and actually started a business around that period because I think yeah, it's yeah. that sort of ultimatum it's like wow yeah. okay shit's about to get serious like there's gonna be way more responsibility when if I'm really been thinking about it like yeah when when is there gonna be a better time so what did you see in um so that definitely impacted your decision making what did you see in the med tech piece that that really sort of thought you know what this is it what was there anything there that in hindsight yeah, I think there's um, there's a few things actually um, so first of all the market's a great one to be part of in terms of the actual companies we're working with the products they're making okay. actually making a real difference to, to people's yeah, lives for sure. you know, if you see some of the, the, the videos out there on, on, on YouTube even of, of medical products and what have you and what they're doing so that's awesome to be part of a part of that um, industry um, mm-hmm. so I've enjoyed enjoyed it from that perspective yeah. um, the growth in the market as well yeah um, it's huge and it's always going to be changing and innovating. How did, you sort of, how did you determine that out of interest? Just in terms like, of the growth. Yeah, like how did you, yeah, how did you sort of determine yeah. what strategically sort of look I at? I think it's just realising that ultimately we've got the, the world population is growing, right? Yeah. Um, that's 
down to medical technologies and other technologies as much as anything. Yeah. Everyone's living longer, so that creates a True. bigger opportunity. We all kind of want to live forever or, you know. Yeah, definitely. Or definitely, you know, <laughs> the best life we can live, the healthiest life, we want that for our friends, for our family. Yeah. So holistically, people can invest in. in yeah, yeah, um, smart. And it's, you know, it's a safe market as well in terms of, you know, global economies and what have you. Again, because of those reasons, mm. you know, if we've got a last couple of quid to spend, you know, and it can help us if we're not very well. We're probably yeah. going to spend on that instead of... Health is wealth. Yeah, exactly. Health say, is right? wealth. If you don't, if yeah. don't have your health, Smith, I think what, it was. what have you got, mate? Yeah, what have um, you got? So. Okay, cool. So um, when did you start the when did you start Projectus? I saw it was like, how long? Yeah, yeah. so it was what, September 2012. 2012, um, yeah? Yeah, 2012. So. Okay, so let's think about the sort of first year for a second. Cast your back to, so your, your wife, obviously pregnant, first yeah. child... How many kids have you got now? So you've got two now, got yeah. two now, yeah, cool. Seven and five, yeah. So um, first child, and then, so did you, have, did you have a plan at this stage? Like, what was the, what was the strategy to you, for you to yeah. start this business? Yeah, it's a good point. I think um, when the early days, probably not enough of a plan, I'd say. It's yeah. a case of just kind of recruiting, trying to get some money, and then deciding yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to grow from there. Okay. If I had my time again, I probably would have you know, worked out a bit more. But I think at the time, um, it's more the, um, the challenge of seeing if I could grow something and, yeah, and actually was it just it. you yeah so it's for just the me the whole first year pretty much the whole first year certainly for the first about um six months first six, six months. seven months something like that was myself um so working from home for the first sort of three or four months and my son was born then obviously it was yeah. more difficult to work from home yeah, yeah screaming yeah, yeah, baby yeah. so i set the first office up in if, in if no one um I know obviously we spoke about this, but there's a, a brilliant picture of you in there. Like you, you're like kitchen table with yeah, your like yeah, exactly. new, so newborn son. When it, when, um, I think the database is in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Got a bullhorn so, in the background. So let, let, let's think about that for a second because I think, I think that definitely is probably someone listening right now thinking about starting their own recruitment business or even listening that are on that sort of um, the early days. That, that can be real tough, right? <clears throat> so firstly... Where, where did where did projectors come from? What, where what's, where that name come from? How do you think of that? Yeah, so the idea was um, always wanted to work with startup businesses, start businesses, okay, and help okay. businesses grow. Yeah, so the idea is if you work with us, we project you upwards. If that makes sense, nice, so okay. Together, us, we can project you forward, yeah, yeah, yeah. project your business up. So that's the idea, and the logo as well is like two people moving upwards yeah, yeah, in their yeah. careers, their lives. Okay. So it's about growth, really. Okay, cool. Um, so first six months, yeah. predominantly working at home. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much at home. And um, on my own, which is weird as well. Really, you know? that's quite weird. Yeah, that's if you've challenge, been right? So, like, literally, was there was it was the mindset just need to get cash in the bank? Yeah, just wanted to work very hard. So, got up early, started started working like seven half seven since I got up. Really. What and what, what was the approach? Was you just predominantly focusing on getting jobs on? Yeah, like, getting new jobs on, new clients. Get to you know restrictions as you do. Um, get new candidates and leads. So really going kind of old school and going really? back to, to, to the so base. So just flat out on the phone as much yeah. as possible, trying to build relationships. Exactly, yeah. Um, on the phone as much as possible, speaking to candidates, clients, etc., trying to build up build up the market mm. myself, essentially. So, um, But yeah, that the, the, the kind of... The weirdness of being on your own in the room doing it is, <laughs> yeah. is, is very different. What, to, what helped you get through that then? Um, that early period? I guess I had to. It's, it's that kind of sense of... Um, I think one of the, the biggest motivators a lot of people have, especially entrepreneurs, is the fear of failure or just yeah, fear, yeah. full stop. So it's kind of, I have to do it. There's no, there's yeah, no there's option. No, there's no there's option. No, like, plan B. <laughs> you know, and that, you that, you, no, you're right. I think literally having no plan B, obviously it's scary, but at the yeah, same yeah. time, it's like there's no there's no option. There's no, no option. No. So do you know what I mean? You have to, you have to make so, so how did you do in those first six months, like revenue-wise? Do you remember? Not loads, actually. didn't do like a deal for a couple of months. Um, how long did it take? But then... Um, so started trading in September 
to the first deals in sort of December, I think. September, yeah. November, so yeah. three months. Yeah, about three months. And then did quite a few in December, January, etc. And, sort of, and then it just built up. Yeah, and built up from there. So, um, so yeah, obviously remember the first kind of deals and what have you. But the, the, when the first, um, when you actually get first get paid for the first um, invoice, yeah. it, was, it was a good That's moment. A big moment. So yeah. what? Sure so you've on had that in your, your <laughs> yeah, business, sure. yeah. on, um, So what? So what was you doing? What, what were we talking like? Ten, twenty k a month for like what? what yeah, something it? like that. Yeah, so a couple hundred or something in the first year, and then and then grew up from there, and then basically. Um, one thing I didn't mention actually when I set up the business, I didn't want to just be a sort of independent. Recruiter Did you know that, that from the sense. start? Yeah, I definitely wanted to try and build a, an actual. Because as you said, you didn't business. have you didn't have a plan, but yeah, did you know an outline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you knew it wasn't like it wasn't like the Tim Lowry kitchen no, business no, no, show. No. Like no, no, I knew I wanted to build something out. Really, uh, but I didn't like go into the intricacies of, of a yeah, massive yeah, business yeah. plan like we do now, obviously in terms okay. of our business, but. Um, so so when did you so after six months then um, obviously getting cash in what what so you, then you start you didn't work from home then did did you like get a yeah sort of I got an office like a shared office did you Does that makes sense but I think it's before we work even existed so it was um it was yeah like a shared office like another company in the office I just had like a desk really randomly in the did corner that, did that help like being <laughs> um, in that environment yeah it did help so obviously people working what have you and, and kind of cracking on so it felt a bit more sort of professional like I was making progress yeah yeah, yeah. in what we do okay um, so. Overall, then the first twelve months, definitely people are going to perceive those as the hardest, right? So, so first yeah. six months was getting money in the bank, complete old school, just trying to build relationships, being proactive, and then for the last sort of six months of those first twelve months, then was that when you obviously went into a shared office? Yeah, and what then sort of went hiring. Did you start hiring? Yeah, hiring people for a business. I think the first hires, a couple of apprentices we hired um, to start off with, and that was maybe July. Apprentices, or yeah, yeah. Why did you go down that route? Um, I think at the time, honestly, I was just trying to um, see what could, the most cost-effective cost way of, of doing things, um, uh-huh. and also, more more so, um, basically, my wife was on maternity leave at the time, yeah, um, and she her background was actually in recruitment and recruitment training, yeah. So we had some a resource there that meant that I could, and um, she came into the business part time, mm. I could focus on billing and new yeah, business, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she could help train up. So when did she get the, involved? In the graduates. So that was around that sort of time. Um, so we're talking September, October. Really? The year after, like a year in. Okay. Give or take. Give and yeah, so you recognise her strengths and, and she recognised her strengths, obviously. And then, it, so the thought process was, one, just be a bit smart in terms of cost effective on if we could train some people up. Yeah, absolutely. How, how train that, them our way of working as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. How how did that work? Is it, like, is that quite easy to do now? I don't know if you've done it recently, like apprentices, like what's... Yeah, we hired normally one or two apprentices every year. So really? the, the most recent couple joined us about six months ago, something like that. So, so what, for people listening, that could be a great way to get some people in the business. What's the, just talk a bit about that for a second. What's the sort of process of getting apprentices there's some apprentice um agencies really almost like rectorex and what have you that, that that are really good um and people would um you normally advertise or they advertise on your behalf and what yeah. have you people that want to do an apprenticeship you can, mm. and it's apprenticeship i think you can actually do it in recruitment now or it's in sales or yeah. it's in like admin support mm. and what have you we've got a couple of apprentices from that as well so it's an it's a good route now you know, it's nice to actually um, create opportunities for young people as well. Yeah, yeah, sense. for sure. Um, I think that's great. And not just focus on the graduate market, but other mm. people that perhaps actually um, it wasn't the right choice for them to go to university, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, And they yeah. wanted to do it. I think, yeah, I mean, look, go, I mean, if you're an, an apprentice going into that top environment you're describing, just you, the founder, just, you've got to make shit happen. I mean, there's a lot you can learn in that top environment, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had apprentices that have been with us for five, six years and done really, really well. Um, also around that time, I hired a more experienced person as well. So we had Rebecca... Okay. A chap called Dan Alexander. I think oh, he's Dan, been on your, okay. Yeah, Dan's been on your podcast. So he's one of your early... Yeah, uh, early, the first few, yeah, first few employees. Um, 
I'd actually placed him as a candidate a couple of times, I think at least once. Really? Um, in medical sales. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, no, I think I, obviously, yeah, I did the podcast with Dan ages ago. Um, okay. What was it like? now at CD, so it's all yeah, like yeah. a weird. I, was, I did think that when I was preparing for this. So what was it like working with the other half, mate? What was that like? Um, it's good. Yeah, it, it certainly helped in terms of the foundation of the business. Um, you know, and it also the fact it was sort of part-time as well. It's so a couple of days. Yeah, it also yeah. helped to keep me sane as well, a little bit. Actually, <laughs> and us, because, you know, we could go for like lunch together and stuff. Whereas if you've got, you know, babies and stuff yeah, at home yeah, screaming, yeah. plus you've got a lot of pressure of the business. Yeah, so actually yeah. it's quite nice to be able to spend like an hour just... Yeah, half yeah. an hour whatever, did just it, talking did and it, I'm assuming did it help though that like she fully understand what the hell was going on do you know yeah exactly mean? so she understood obviously what we're trying to do as a business um, so th that side of it plus she's got the background in terms yeah, of yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. support and getting the best out of people which you know is a great skill to have Yeah. Um, and something that's very hard to do and something that I've always seen um, the one advice that I'd given to take out from other people with their businesses and feedback I've got from other people in the similar situation yeah probably the hardest one, the hardest things to do if you're looking to scale a business, especially if it's just you, yeah. is the balance between billing and growing up a business yeah. and then also training and developing other people. Yeah. I think if you try and do everything yourself, it's, you know, it's virtually... Hectic. So it's so hard to so do. That's, so that was a... So having so some support... So much and, value, yeah, yeah. yeah, so much value there. That's amazing. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, naturally with our egos and stuff, we try and do everything ourselves. Yeah. But then you just end up... I can imagine early on as well, enough. right? Early on, yeah. So, um, okay, mate, to round that off then, the first year, what, what, so what, what, what did you generate revenue-wise in that first um, year, do you remember? I think it's maybe about a couple of hundred, about 200 grand, something like that in the first year from, from scratch, and then sort of doubled it the next year and sort of went on, on and up for us now. Um, biggest, so I guess for people early on in their journey, they sort of ran that off. What you know now, knowing what you know now, anything that just to sort of run off that first year would you have done anything differently or what would sort of be the, the advice yeah. for people looking to take that leap tomorrow that especially if you I'd say if you if you are doing something on your own it's, yeah. it's, it's reach out to other people yeah another thing I did seek was go seek to, out yeah seek out people that have done it before so I got like you know advisors and, and went to speak to people that had grown recruitment companies before successful yeah. companies and, and got advice from them went to like round table type things yeah. for, for recruitment startups mm. and what have you so don't feel like you're on your own, even if yeah. you're on your own, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people you, are always willing to help help you out and um, and be be willing to take that that on board as well. And I think that's definitely. Um, I know you're involved in different networks and stuff, but I think that's definitely even more the case now, isn't it? And today, yeah, like people are willing to help with. It. We're in a super connected world now, where maybe back then you maybe had to do a bit more work to find people, but now, like. Mm -hmm. pfft, you could reach out to loads of people, couldn't you? Yeah, so he's right willing now. to help. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's willing to help. There's all sorts of different um, organisations that we're part of the IDLC. There's some other ones out yeah, there yeah. as well as understanding the market. Um, but those guys have been amazing for us. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there that, that are happy to give you some time and, and, and favour, really. You know? Did you? Um, and then you mentioned um, briefly earlier about you didn't have much of a plan. How like how much should people plan? That how how much should people have a business plan around their yeah I think business? the reality with the business plan is especially in a, in a in a fluid kind of environment like recruitment it's going to change quite often so it's yeah, about yeah, updating yeah. it you know once a quarter and what have you yeah you you know we've got a long term vision right now for the business and I did at the start of growing some business where I could create value yeah um, in a company and have a company that you know potentially we could sell um, in the future however be be aware that things can change quite quickly so yeah. it must be fluid mm. and also you know. The great thing about about a plan as well is you can can you can change it and you can evolve yeah, it. Yeah. And it. You know, 
but don't I think, be afraid to you, do that. But would you agree then that it'd be beneficial to have some sort of direction or intention? Absolutely. Yeah, you need to have an intention for day one. One of the key, the key things as well, I think sometimes is people are sometimes unsure, do I want to build a really big business, do I want more of a yeah. lifestyle business? Yeah. Or do I want a bit of both and kind of get trapped in there? Yeah, so yeah, It's good yeah. to understand from day one what, what suits you. Because if you, you have that sort of intention, then it, it's going to impact and help the decision-making process yeah, and the during people that you hire period. as well. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, okay. And, and, and their careers and their lives, because you're responsible not only for yourself, if you're hiring other people, but it's also their, yeah. their futures as well. So it's important that mm. you, you, know, you can give them a clear plan. Okay, so so that was year one. So obviously, Projectus now, it's been in business, what, seven, seven, yeah, and, seven a and a bit years now? Yeah, seven and a bit years. So let's just think about sort of the second year, maybe mm. to the fourth year, right? Let's just think okay. about what went yeah, on yeah. there. So second to fourth year. So going into the second year then, uh, how, how big was your team at that point then? So second year would have been maybe um, four people, four or five four people, people, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what did that, by sort of year four, what, what were we looking at there? So year four, we're up to about 15, something like 15. that. 15? Yeah, 14, 15. Okay. Um, I would have thought by then. Let, um, let's talk a bit about We've moved office that. a couple of times as well. What's that, sorry? Um, we'd moved office a couple of oh, times right, by okay. then. So, yeah. So you t- year two to year four, I mean, that's quite a bit of growth. I think what what I've been messaged a lot about. So how many, how many people have you got in the business now? Just for context. 26, 26. I think. Yeah, 26 right now. So I guess... We can talk about it as a whole, but I guess a lot. Um, you may have experienced this when you speak to people, but uh, I've got a lot of messages around Hisham. Like, I'd love to hear from business owners on sort of how they've approached or their experience in scaling a business from two people, five people to 15, 20. And that, that's a real, that it seems like from the conversations I've had and sort of the messages yeah. that that's really challenging. It is challenging. It gets different stages and, and um, you tend to kind of plateau at certain points, need to change certain aspects of how you run the business really? to get to the next level. So what was the um, first plateau, do you think? Or well, it's, it's, first of all, it's just you, and then it's like get to about five people and get a bit of critical mass together. So almost yeah. like once you get to get to that level, that's like a recruitment team, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, working yeah, yeah. In, in a recruitment company, you normally have a team of four or five people, yeah. get to that stage as well. Then the next stage to get to sort of like 10 people, you've got a couple of teams and, and okay. almost your role becomes like a sales director kind of role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that can be tough. Um to, to get to those levels and I think what we you know what we ultimately did is um, it's about in- investing ultimately investing uh, and not being scared to, to realise that you're going to have to hire a number of people to, to be able to get to that level if yeah, that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. And, and unfortunately not all of them will work out with the best intentions yep. so we did um, a couple of academies where we hired like four people at once if mm-hmm. that makes sense to get some some critical mass going get some yeah. um, some momentum ultimately which is what it's about yeah. that's probably the word Um so I think hiring in, in groups of people at certain stages help. will help to help you to grow because it creates yeah. that momentum okay. for the business and, and um, you know, and uh, pushes, pushes the business forward, really. Mm. What, um, so how have, you, how have you got better? That's clearly the, the real challenge, That's right? obviously putting a lot of your own money in to do that. So really? you know, you've got to be willing to, to do that. So, so let's be realistic then. So that year two to year four, getting to the sort of 15 head mark, I mean, was you pretty much reinvesting the majority of the profits and like, yeah, was you taking much now. out of the business? It's about, yeah, enough to, enough to live on. Um, it's, um, it's still that now we're investing, want to grow, yeah. grow the business and, re- and reinvest in in Because everyone just ultimately. makes the assumption, it's like, oh, Tim's done all right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like when you have your own business, but it's... People do assume, yeah, that, you know, you're taking all the money and paying yourself, <laughs> whatever, but, um, you know, you, you, know, you want to, oh, I want to grow the business, so the, the most important investment yeah, yeah, is obviously yeah. in that. And um, yeah, obviously, you know, everyone wants to live a, a comfortable life, but mm. you know, um, and, and pay themselves reasonably well. But it's um, 
it's always been the case that we want to reinvest in in, yeah. in growing the people, and the same we've done this year as well. So yeah, kind yeah. of continually, if that makes sense. Okay, that's, so that's been the focus. Some of the sort of the key learnings during that period, then, mate, two to fifteen so two or whatever, to like that, the sort of early stages. But yes. so you mentioned there in terms of if you can build a bit of momentum from hiring more people at once. That can, yeah, reinvesting that can, the money, yeah, reinvesting the money, having having some. Um, you need to by then create your, um, I guess your framework and what your business is about. If that makes sense, okay. in terms of marketing, in terms of the way that you sell, yeah, in terms of your kind of you know, your lyrics and your processes, your lyrics on the phone when you're speaking to candidates, clients. What's yeah, different yeah, yeah. about you? Your processes. So you need to. I'd say that's the difference. Four or five people, you can just kind of yeah. roll along day to day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you'll probably stagnate if you don't have those in place, if that mm. makes sense, and if, you know what your business is about, what project this is about. Mm. Um, so that's what we started what to, was, to implement what, what were some of the biggest challenges during that period then, do you think? For me, um, I was kind of back in that sort of billing manager role. So again, it's really? kind of just managing all the, the different people, also looking to, to get to grow people, to become leaders as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, so, it so it's that, kind of balancing your time. Yeah. That's probably the, the key thing. Because I'm assuming then what you're saying there, you like in order for the business to grow, you need to ensure that you're spending time on the business rather than the day-to-day yeah. in the trenches. So that balance is probably the hardest thing for, for, for the owner of the business just to make sure you're effective. Especially at that stage as well. Yeah, yeah. That was the type of business that yeah. I worked in and it was like... It's, like, it's just so easy for me to grab you all the time and like, exactly. get your advice. And yeah, yeah. It's, I can imagine slowly but surely got, it's like... You know, especially that time you've got the million ideas where the business can go because you're starting yeah. to create some, some uh, momentum as we discussed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're starting to think about things like marketing and branding mm. and, and what have you. You're starting to think about, okay, what other markets can we go into or what other sort of types of um, roles can we recruit for? How can we grow teams? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You, you've got a very different thought process. You've got a yeah. lot going on in your mind at once. Um, so and also you're trying to build. So there's, yeah. So what was... Um, Lots so of traffic. How was that... How was that process of you being in that position where you was that billing manager sort of role? What, so if I'm listening right now and I'm in that sort of role or I'm, I'm, that's my environment right now, but I want to get to the point where I may still have to be involved day to day, but I'm not always being sort of dragged pillar to post. I'm, I'm, I'm able to sort of ensure I have enough time focusing on the business so I know it's going in the right direction. What's the sort of process of going from where you are, really scattered, doing all different things to being able to focus on the business? What, what, was that, what does that process um, look like? What do people need to start implementing and actioning? I think one of the key things that, that, that we did is um, bring in someone to support you at that more senior level every day. Okay. Um, so we hired a sales director. Yeah. Liam has done a, done a brilliant job. He's been with us about, about two and a half, three years now. So around that sort of time. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so so that, that was crucial. below you? Yeah. So having Hiring somebody people, sorry, below, coming yeah. in. Yeah. Somebody coming in at a, se- a senior level, whether that be somebody who can grow internally. At the, yeah. at the time, we didn't have anyone with the right level of experience. So, yeah. we, we, so, we, so we brought someone externally. Um but somebody that can help to deal with that the day-to-day and help to, to develop um, and focus on the sales side of the business. Yeah. So it gives you a bit more freedom and headspace to, to look at other parts of the organization mm. and how you can grow the overall business, if that makes sense. Mm. And I'm assuming um, so then that when you're talking about um, the processes and these types of things, for, for that to be an effective hire and for you to maximize that investment, you must have made the time to be like, right, so if if someone comes in and they do my job, what does my job look like? What do I need them to be doing? And they, do you exactly, get what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that must have had, people yeah, need to so think about that. Absolutely. What, you know, what, and also what you're happy to give away. Cause I think yeah. that, that can kind of control thing and it's your, your babies. So, mm. You know, and a lot of people do struggle with that as well. I think. So how do you um, deal with that? Cause that can be difficult, especially at that sort of stage. Right. Cause, uh, cause again, yeah. a lot, I, I'm assuming again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming by that point, a lot of the business, came from the founder brand which is you it's tim like a lot of those yeah. relationships maybe 
part of you or from you, do you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. At that time, it was um, a lot of relationships I'd uh, bought on. Yeah. One that sort of passing on to other people. Exactly. Manage that relationship. Um, but I think it's, it's, um, it's, it's a difficult one. It, I think it will depend on the person's persona, mm. and what they like as a character, as, as to how willing they are to let go. Because mm. um, I'm assuming it's a down. process, right? Yes, yeah, it is a process. It's about trust, ultimately, and, and what have you. And I, I've, we've got great directors and, and managers right in the business right now. Um, but yeah, I guess it's um, it's a realization that um, ultimately one human being on their own is a mm. limit to what you can actually achieve yeah, <laughs> if you try yeah, and do yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you can get other people to, to, to I think was it Steve Jobs is, it says uh, I, you know I, I smart people tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. So it's the kind of realizing that actually you know you can hire other people and bring other people into your business they're actually probably better than your aspects of, of the role yeah, you know, yeah and giving them freedom to do that but it's not easy no it's, it's definitely a psychological battle mm. that you have with especially yourself. it's that trust it's that trust piece isn't yeah, it yeah yeah of course yeah yeah because like how like did you i don't know did you do anything to sort of really get these people to get brought in or help speed up your trust i'm thinking i don't know at this sort of stage was you talking about look guys this is the journey we're going on this is where we're going there's opportunities to own part of the business. I don't know. Yeah, if it's, stuff I mean, that... it's about trust on both sides, really, because um, for people to be bought into your business, they yeah. need to trust that you, there's an exactly. environment they can flourish in as well. So, so you need that from from both perspectives. So it's it's an internal thing whether you're willing to, to give that. And you know, I, I have been in terms of wanting to other people to, to you know to, to excel and to trust them to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we, within our business, we've got a share scheme as well, okay. share option scheme. So when every single you, person in the when company. When did you put that in place? Um, a couple of couple of years after we started. So it's something I always wanted to do. Really? I didn't have it in, in the firm I was with previously. So I thought um, I wanted an environment where everyone felt some ownership and we were on the yeah, same journey yeah, together, exactly. if that makes sense. So how does that actually work then? Like, is it, is it a share scheme where, I don't know, like if you sell the business, they get X or like how, yeah, exactly. how does so it get, actually work? They'd get that. So, so each... Um, each they get year. paid dividends as well sometimes um, at the end of the year or this is an EMI scheme so it's based okay. on, on on the company being sold at some point um, okay. and essentially you you can win more share options every year depending on your your performance how much you okay. bill yeah, as, yeah. A, as a biller um, your team's performance as a manager as a director the whole company performance and also yeah, yeah, for um, yeah. support staff the whole company performance so every single person in the company you don't have to be like a director and okay and how do you think that's impacted people's commitment and being, yeah, being really brought into the projector's journey? Has it? Yeah, people feel that there's, you know, it's it's a company that that's got a long term future that we're all working towards. Yeah. Something. So I think it's been it's been really valuable from my perspective, mm. um, and from the feedback I've got as well from from the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we've got good longevity of the people that that have been good, you know, and and, um, and mm. successful. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, staying in the company, and, and you know, just that's great. Just, just while we're talking about that, how important is it for you then to? Communicate where the hell this ship is going. Do you know what I mean? That must be key. It's vital, that. yeah. And I think it's you know it's vital to be open and share with, mm. with where where the business is going. So we, we have catch ups at least once a quarter. We sort of share. Yeah. And not just myself, but all the managers and actually everyone in the company shares shares their their goals and, and mm. where where we're going as a company, where the managers want to take their teams, where the individuals want to take their themselves as well. Yeah. Um, we also look at not just the business, but also look into people's personal goals as well. Yeah. Okay. So you so have you always typically been open around that? Like. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think you develop obviously over time. And, yeah. and um, when you get to, I think it's another transition actually, once you get to a certain point, not sure entirely when, when that was now, but perhaps when you get to that like eight, 10 heads and grow again, yeah, it's just realizing that the, the, the ultimate power, as I said, is not with you as the founder, but it's with the people, people obviously in the business you. and making yeah. sure that they're in the best place they can be to upgrade the business. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the key thing. Okay. So 
let's run it off then, and, and then we can sort of go into sort of more recent years. Yeah, no worries. How, how, so I know you mentioned there. Let, let's just talk about figures for a sec. What, where, where was your billings wise and, and sort of net fee income yeah. revenue wise, sort of year four? How did that? Probably about a million, back? something like that, in terms of NFI. Million, um, give or take. I think by about that. that it's not bad though, is it? Yeah, yeah. So we'd kind of. Um, the 200, 400, 700 million. Yeah. Um, then we kind of plateaued actually for one year. Really? And I think that was that when I started to have the realization around the structure and the processes yeah, yeah, to yeah. get to that next level and hiring um, a sales director, et cetera, so we could we could take the next mm. kick on again, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, and, and, and that trust issue and letting go and, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so around the sort of year four mark then, hit the million pound mark, um, NFI net fee income and then what so then at that sort of period did you did you just say that so you sort of plateaued and then push on after that so yeah what? exactly so then we plateaued for a year then we did up to 1.5 so it's got a big growth in, in one year when really? we bought was um, that what year 6 or yeah about year 5 so that six. would have been last yeah. year right year, yeah or? year before last year and then what's your financial year is it have you just we just finished it so we did just under 2 million last year really um, for what January to December that's amazing um, okay, and, and so let, let's talk about those because that, that's that's great growth, right? So let, let's sort of unpack that um, bef before we finish. Then, so clearly you've been someone that sort of had the humility to be like, right, okay, so this is where we're at. What what can I I don't know either spend more time on or spend less time on so we can yeah. push the business forward. Um, that's but, crucial, yeah. Yeah, so I guess, but just just quickly, just because again, it always comes up. So. At the year four mark, you're around that sort of circa 50 head mark. Now you're at, you say, just under 30, right? Is that what you yeah, said? so 26, and we're looking to talk about another three or four people. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, cool. Yeah. So let, let's just talk about that for a second. So um, from that sort of period to where you are now, again, what, what do you think sort of impacted or had a, yeah, enabled you to do that? Some of the key things there, because mm. again, that is a difficult period that a lot of people, again, I'm at 15 heads right now, getting to sort of 30 heads and, the, and growing the net fee income and growing the, the profits of the business that may just seem like impossible or I'm always I'm always at that plateau yeah. what are some of the things that sort of you've learned during that process that have impacted that do you think yeah there's a couple of key things it's looking for leaders within your business and obviously yeah. looking to grow people to become leaders is, is key mm. so there's team leaders billing manager kind of roles yeah and and um to help you to get to the next level that that's that, that's absolutely crucial um how so do you cultivate that how do, um, do you know what I mean yeah I mean obviously naturally some people want mm. to, 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 to lead others if that makes sense yeah. and to manage um, it's also making people obviously aware as, as we discussed earlier they can achieve a lot more if there's other people that are sort of yeah. backing you up if that makes sense yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, um, and also the opportunity for people to really enhance their careers and um, you know to develop themselves okay. and develop you know develop others is, is a, a key challenge probably the hardest thing in life is um, is managing people, whether it be your kids, whether it be yeah, you know yeah. your family, your friends, or you know in, in a business context, um, it's a big challenge. So making you know um, encouraging people in our business to, to, to give it a go, yeah. and, and obviously looking for people when we bring them in that would want to. Yeah, yeah. okay. But it's not you know it's not for everyone. It's not the be all and end all. But certainly to get to that next level from that sort of fifteen, which is basically you need a couple people, of teams. You you've got people, you know yeah. you have to have that level. I guess um, just a sort of round that off I guess part of that involves that you're effectively being able to attract staff to your business yeah that's a real challenge right it's a real Do challenge you know what I mean like yeah. how what, what's that been like for you as a business I'm sure it's been become a bit easier but again yeah. that, that's a challenge for those people listening that may be on that sort of 10-15 mark even earlier on like mm -hmm. How, how the fuck am I going to get people through the door? That can yeah, be yeah. really difficult. Do you know it's what I mean? getting people through the door is the hardest. I think once, um, 
you know, once you can tell about your story and where you're going, etc. Yeah, it's, it's easy. It's so you've got to, you know, it's about, um, and then obviously managing the process of meeting people, mm. etc. So um, after a while, I think probably once you get to about 10, 15, you probably get a bit of a understanding of what a, a kind of you person looks like, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, so we do, also using being trying to be more objective with the people you're hiring as well, not just doing it on gut. So yeah. like psychometric profiling and what do you, have you. Do you do do. Yeah, we do two different ones. That's great. That and have you done that on your use. employees? Yeah, well. everyone. Yeah, yeah, smart because that's myself, come up so. a couple of times and that's become like really impactful on people's. So if you really and important. how cost effective is that? Is that affordable for a oh, yeah, small yeah. business? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anything, there's a couple of different ones we do, but yeah, it's like anything between sort of 50, 100 quid a pop, something like that. Really? So it's, it's nothing really. And when how, you think how about. when, when would you do that? Would you do that a like lot after, I don't know, after the first stage? Like obviously you're not going to just do that on everyone, are you? So I guess Yeah, what, between if sort of, if we, if we like somebody really, and, and, and then, then you're going to, yeah, 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 like yeah. first and second stage, second, third stage. And, and how does that help you make a better decision? Is it that instead of just you going around, you know what, he's a fucking great guy or great yeah, gal, absolutely, absolutely. you can then have some back, some stuff to back up. Like, stuff well, to back it up and, and, and some stuff to challenge you as well and go okay you know this is what they're like as a person also to understand whether their their, their character would fit into the culture of the business if it wouldn't ask yeah, questions yeah, yeah. around that um is it's really important to do mm. um, understand the way that they sell and what sort of salesperson they are is really important as well okay um, depending on the sort of role you're looking to hire so i think it's good to get some science behind yeah for sure feelings, especially when sense. you're yeah you're at that stage of growth because we're like we're head people or heart people normally in, in life right yeah, yeah, yeah um so if you can get a bit of both it's going to always help what when do you think when do you think is a real good time to really get practical and more because i'm assuming the 10 mark 15 mark i feel like gut instinct ensuring that is this person going to fit in blah 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 is probably a bit more important than maybe yeah, yeah. yeah so what, what is it like what when you're breaking when you can't no longer like completely can what, what am I trying to say? So like I when you get to a certain point that you can't hire loads of Tims, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not... I think also, yeah, you, you, you know, and you kind of rush things then because you're trying to do so many jobs at once. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. That's when you plateau because you're yeah. like, and you're, you know, you're hiring people but you're rushing the process, you know, I want to grow, etc. but also yeah. you're trying to balance a hundred other things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, once you have that realisation, I think then it's about, again, for your hiring, for your business, mm -hmm. making sure you've got a process in place. And Did you have anyone dedicated to getting, trying to get people through the door? Um, we didn't up until about um, six months ago. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. So how um, was you approaching that then? Was you just, so did you always have the mentality me, of always hiring? Yeah, it was me that was, was primarily doing that. Yeah. So I was always hiring and... Um, just sliding yeah, into people yeah, at the end. Yeah, advertising direct and, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> getting the, getting the, um, the guys to, to refer people to us, okay. using Rec directs, et cetera, so... Um, but it's 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 a full full on job. To be fair. Yeah. Would you again think again that that's definitely something that probably people are thinking about. Would thinking do you th do you feel like I should have got someone dedicated to doing this before six months ago or? Yeah. Well, think? I guess we what we've done is is kind of a needs must up to up to that point. So I was doing some Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. Who I mentioned earlier was doing some of our internal recruiting when she was working part time. So we're yeah, kind of yeah. sharing it around. But what we realised is, um, as I said, it's kind of a full-time focus. Yeah. If you actually get to somebody, yeah, if you get somebody doing it every day for one hour or two hours, yeah, it's amazing how much more effective that is mm. than someone dipping in and out. Okay. Um, so we hired Rebecca Cooper about six months ago. Something has been yeah. been brilliant, and okay. the people we've hired already have been have been great. So. So the final point on um, hiring, what a sort of. Um, your sort of, I know you mentioned there, you're getting some more science behind your hiring, stuff like that, but mm -hmm. any sort of um, non-negotiables for you now through the sort of learning experience over the last sort of seven yeah. or so years, when you when you hire people, what are the sort of non-negotiables for you as a business owner? The most important is people have a positive mindset. Really? Yeah, that's literally the most important thing. People have a positive how, how mindset do you look for, how and do that you want to, to, to grow and happy to, to develop themselves and be better. 
How do you find that on an interview? Um, just the way they come across and sort of mm. their language, the way they answer questions. Yeah. Um, talk through some examples and scenarios of what they've done in the past, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the most important thing for us, people that are, that are proactive and positive, really. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I think, I think yeah, I think look, in, in recruitment, if you're not positive, then there's so much negative that can happen that you can just sort of yeah, exactly. keep focus on. That's Do you know why, what I mean? That's why it's the most important thing. So people that are naturally or, or have made them, made themselves yeah, positive, yeah, yeah. which you can do, um, it's, it's really important for us, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I mean, look, the, 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 the figures that you shared with us, that, that's some great growth, right? So I guess, let's unpack that a bit. So you've spoken about the hiring strategy and your learnings through that and how you got better at that. Mm-hmm. So has, has you been able to sort of, I'm assuming, because you've got more people around you um, cultivating leaders in your business, what, is it, what do you think that's enabled you to do in terms of focus on the business or be able to give enough energy to that's enabled you to sort of ensure this business is becoming more profitable, do you think? Any sort of key things around that? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the key things now that, that we've got in the business is um, someone who focuses on the, on the sales side of the business okay, and someone who focuses on the operations in terms of, of every day in terms of yeah. managing those processes yeah. for us. So operations, um, talent director, Rebecca and, and Liam on the sales side. Um, so, so just quickly. So my role's completely changed now to, to how it was. So what, just, just so, um, I think it's pretty clear what Rebecca does, right? Yeah. What, so the sell, Liam, what, so what's his role? So he manages the sales teams essentially. And that's uh, how it's split in your business now. So you've done the BD, so you've got the 180 model. We've got a, um, we've got a mixture actually. So okay. we've got, um, so we're quite flexible from that perspective in terms of, um, we've got a BD person in each team or yeah. hiring for them at the moment. Then we've got some market specialists, which is 360, yeah. and a couple of people that um, are kind of more on the journey in terms of um, do some BD, but more on the candidate more, side of yeah, things. Okay. Um, so a bit of a bit of a hybrid blend, but that's a few reasons to get the best out of people. Some people are yeah, I was going to say play to their strengths. Yeah, yeah, play to their strengths, which is really important to do. Um, but also from a BD perspective, we've we realised if we ever have you know, being perm, perm focused business, mm. if we ever have the sort of ups and downs that you get with perm. Yeah. Um, it's quite often because um, the we've got a load slack. of jobs and the BD stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so having someone always dedicated to that. Yeah. So, that's so you think that's level. been quite a big impact on? Yeah, it's the next level of evolution for us to have that. Really? To get that, that next level of growth from the, the sort of 20 to the yeah. 50 that, that we want to so do. You, so you've got, so Liam, you've got someone dedicated to helping the, the, the guys and girls who are focused on BD sales, winning clients' jobs focus on helping them maximize their efforts and become better absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and manage the, the the managers the team leaders if that really? makes sense the four team leaders yeah so that's his that, that i'm assuming focus. that's something that you used to do yeah that i used to yeah do that as, as part of my role so um and, and how, then, long got, how long has he been doing that for how couple, long has, a couple of years two and a half really? three years yeah yeah so um so then my role changed into kind of managing him but also keep an eye on that um client development side of things but then also looking more at the ops side mm. so the marketing and the ops yeah. and, and the business and then that got to a certain point where I realized again, I spread myself too thin mm. and then you're not as effective actually yeah. when, you, when you're doing that. Um, so I wanted to hire somebody um, that could help us develop, um, have, have the best process in terms of the structure of the business. Yeah. Look at how we can um, hire more great people for our business, which is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and, and also you know, manage the marketing aspects as well, mm. which is, you know yourself, yeah, branding yeah. and marketing is, is, um, more is absolutely huge, yeah. Okay, so 
So that is that what you do now then? What is that your Yeah, so now, now um, so I manage those two guys and then my focus is um, looking at ways we can attract people to our business more holistically, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also looking at business development for us again. How you can grow the business. Actually, how you can grow our business from a sales perspective as well. Mm. So kind of more more overarching, if that makes sense. And I, I still... Um, Rather than the sort of day-to-day, yeah. how you can maximise that call, it's more of like strategically, exactly. yeah, what, so sort of what markets can we go into, what countries can we look at yeah. that can enable us to sort of... Yeah, so I've got... I've got time to, to kind of to think, which I think you know at times you don't. Really, if you're a company, you don't have, don't have any time to think, so it gives me a bit more time to, to think. Well, that's a good thing. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll find out, but I'm, I'm sure. And then, um, how how involved do you get, like in terms of like driving culture in your business now? Like, I'm assuming, like I'm assuming you're very in the business you are size now. Like, are you still very accessible? And do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I still obviously sit with everyone in in, in the office and, and sort of go around the sales floor and sort of catch up with people briefly yeah. throughout the day. But obviously, don't you know, tread on people's toes at the same time. But it's good sure, just sure. to find out and get a barometer of how people are getting on. So that's you know really important to do that mm. um, to to catch up with everyone and make sure everyone's everyone's doing well. Um, but yeah, the most important thing is, you know, we get a lot of feedback from, from the people as well and, and, and the consultants in, within the business yeah. and everyone, all the employees in terms of, of, of what we can improve. Yeah. So let's look at those aspects and go, okay, what can we do holistically as a whole business? Yeah, nice. Make us a little bit better every day. So that, that's key and make, get feedback from people, make sure everyone's happy. You know, you want, you want people coming to work with a smile on their face. Yeah. You know, we're record, recording as we discussed earlier on yeah, Blue yeah, Monday yeah. or whatever. Blue Monday, but, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> that, that, you know that, those feelings are, you know, the opposite of, of what ultimately you'd, you'd want in a, in a, in a role mm. in the company and that, that's key to us. So, so yeah, it's about providing that platform where people are going to enjoy what they do and we're going to, you know, hopefully get the best out of them. Okay. So before before we finish then, I mean, that, that all seems really positive and I love the way sort of, it seems like you just become more and more comfortable with um, loading off some of the responsibilities that you've typically yeah, had and as I like said, that is you know that is a challenge for for, for a lot of people, and has has been for me. And it's, um, I was going to say, what's been know, the bit? What's been the biggest challenges during the last sort of two three years for you then, personally? Because obviously, yeah, how uh, how how is it? Has it has there been any challenges on? I don't know the personal life. Yeah, maxing, or? maximizing my time across all aspects of my life, I think is is, is the really? key challenge really. So you know, I think sometimes you get to a point where you're doing little bits in every area. But you're no, not that effective in. But are you effective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you effective at anything really? Uh, <laughs> so having the realization that yeah, there's other people that are probably better at certain aspects of whatever it might be than you. So giving them the freedom to do that, yeah, and then they can become more creative, actually come up with different ideas, mm. taking some time out to breathe and think of different ideas. Mm. Um, is is really important as well. So what do you do for that? To call, like, how do you do that? Um, do you literally book out yeah. time or? Yeah, sometimes book out time, or or at least if you don't have. Um, constant day-to-day things to think about and it gives you that it gives you yeah the, anyway. the, the, and you can start yeah. to think and research things and go okay yeah you know, what can we do in here what can we do in there that sort of thing um so any um any things that any sort of real practical advice that i don't know you've implemented over the last couple of years in terms of managing time and maximizing your time that you want to more structured making sure that um you have structure in the business we've got some advice on this as well um where you're not, you know, constantly just having meetings with people about yeah, random yeah. ideas that come into your head, if that makes sense, because yeah. actually it's not that productive a thing to do. Yeah. Um, organizing yourself. So th- thanks to Rebecca, we've got like, you know, a, a good way that we organize ourselves on, on planner and what have you. And you've got a bit more structure in terms of when you're communicating with yeah. people. So you, so you can't just be grabbed for like, just out of the blue. Yeah, which, time, and yeah. I was uh, probably the worst person for grabbing that <laughs> for, for like random really? ideas. That, you know, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that wouldn't be naturally what I'd do. So just, yeah, making sure that you're a bit more process, uh, process driven in, in terms of that side of it, I think is really yeah. important. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hope that gives you a bit of a... So uh, the future then, 
what was that like then, mate? Yeah, what, the, what, what's, what's going on? So 2020, new decade. I think in decade, our session, yeah, you was like, this has got to be the year of the vision, isn't it? Yeah, 2020 yeah, vision. It's, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate year to be like, <laughs> I don't know. What, if it, if talk, it's not talking about, year, yeah, yeah what, what, is, what is the vision look like, mate? What's um, So this year, we want to grow um, double the size of the, the sales team in terms of the consultants and the BD. Yeah. So people, people recruiting. Okay. It's crew. Um, We've got some targets from the guys to set up a business in America for us. So wow. People working towards that. So we'll have a physical office over Well, the there. actual opportunity, I mean, it's re- it's coming up a lot now, isn't it? I mean, yeah, like businesses moving to America and stuff like that. What, I mean, what opportunities massive, have you massive, seen? Massive, especially in our market as well, because of the medical, I think it's 10 out of the top 20 paid jobs in America are medical related. Oh, wow. Because of the insurance over there. So, so it's how a are massive you approaching industry. that? Are you sort of trying to execute one in the UK and then if yeah, it goes so we well, do, we're, get we're traction? Working, yeah, on, on, on roles um, from the UK yeah. in America. And then um, if it goes well, get some traction, you'll yeah. then potentially move over And there again, and in our market, there's not huge exposure over there um, in terms of specialist companies, lots of one-man yeah. band type, type, type businesses. Mm. A couple of, couple of really good ones over there. But um, generally speaking, there's mm. no one really working the way we're working in terms of our processes. We sure. know well, that 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 from the conversation I've had, that seems a um, a sort of competitive advantage from day one. That typically a recruiter in America will cover like if I work for you, if I recruit for you, then I'll recruit like all your roles rather than like yeah, exactly. no, 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 I just do that. Yeah. So, so how have you how have you identified like a potential state to go after or anything like that, or is it quite? It's still fairly early. We're, we're focusing on the East Coast stuff with the time difference. Time basically. difference, yeah. Um, we're working with clients. A lot of our, nothing about our market actually, a lot of companies are American, the startups like that we work yeah. with in Europe. So how you, you can leverage potential some Yeah, so sort of moving back up the, the, the food chain, so to speak, and speaking to, to, to people obviously in the US and helping them to build out their teams as well Yeah, um, is, is what we're doing. So um, yeah, so early days. Mm. But, but yeah, that, that's a big. So part excited of about America growing the actual headcount of the business. Yep, they're, they're the key plans for this year. Um, creating uh, more managers as well, nice. helping people to move up our, our food chain and, and create um, promotions for people in the business. Really critical. Mm. So we've got a management training program at the moment, which is set up a future leaders program as well. Cool for people that want to be leaders in the future. That's, yeah. that, that's crucial for this year to Everyone get that. Everyone wants point. progression, don't they, mate? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's you know that's, you've got to be able to give people a platform to progress and yeah. um, they need to obviously deserve it don't get me wrong yeah, but yeah. Um, that's really crucial that we, that we do that and, and we're um, working towards that obviously look you've been in recruitment for a while what, 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 what do you see from your perspective and your experience that's sort of on the horizon for recruitment or what do you sort of expect over the next sort of decade or next year or so that yeah it's, it's going to be huge innovation both in our market in terms of med tech but also um, recruitment as well I think yeah um, the market's obviously changing as well um, it's about Adding real value, I think, to your clients and candidates. Yeah. Um, real, real value for, for them and helping to grow their businesses, mm. not just putting, putting a bum in the seat. So yeah. what else can you do? What other services can you offer to your clients to help them to, to really to, to, to excel as a business and to grow their business? Yeah. It's, what, it's what, what things do you think sort of fall into that category? Yeah, making that sure they've got, their, their, you know, are they the sort of company people want to work for, helping them with that yeah. in terms of their employer branding? Yeah. And then their media work and what have you, and advising them on that, make sure their onboarding's on point. Yeah. So really um, d- digging into that sort of detail, consulting with them ultimately, mm. um, and, and offering a consultative solution to helping their businesses grow, mm. um, not just filling the odd, the odd vacancy, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. just um, being more of a, an actual partner. And yeah, real. More of the- Absolutely. That, that, that's why uh, I feel will we'll definitely happen, adding real value yeah. rather than just anything transactional because that can be done by some companies directly or through, through, through tech, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the real consulting piece and adding human value yeah. is, is what will be enhanced and continue to grow, I think. Yeah. Just a quick one, mate, before we finish. I think, I think I'm always curious about this and I think it's important to talk about it. How, um, what's the journey been with um, 
you like your 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 personal life and your relationships like managing and growing this business obviously like how how's that been has that been quite easy to keep on top of or i'm sure there's been challenges along the way it's not yeah nothing nothing's easy if that makes sense so yeah of course there um you know that there's a lot more um a lot more going on in your brain ultimately yeah if if you're running your own business than than they would for other people because (laughs) you're thinking about you know you have to think about things a lot more and you get a lot more different thought processes coming through you know you're managing yourself but you're also responsible for loads of other people yeah yeah. you then got your family life as well yeah and and, uh, a lot going on yeah a lot going on basically so trying to make sure you've got some sort of balance and release and of course yeah the ups and downs within that um so one of the key things we do is try and share our, our goals of business the, the, the five pillars projectors we share different goals with each other yeah so helping to and be that's personal goals is yeah it? personal yeah. goals yeah so, so being that doesn't have to be on a build this this year it's no 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 yeah, so yeah. you do the business goals look at, at finance and, and money and what have you make sure people have got some goals around that as yeah. well um your mind so mindset goals nice health yeah. as well um and also relationships yeah yeah so taking the time out and making sure you you reconnect with people um, and you, you encourage people to openly share those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wicked. Yeah. yeah. How long so, have you done that for? Still there for a couple of years. Actually, got the idea from a chap called Andrew Silito. He's got the Four yeah, Piece yeah, yeah. program. Um, we we added one more on there. Um, we've been doing that for a long time. So everyone everyone shares those every quarter with each other. That's wicked. And, and sort of cheer each other and to to achieve them. Great. But it's very hard to keep all five in in, in check yeah, and balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it also helps. You know. Um, your, you know, your very close personal relationship can help in terms of, you know, if you've got a partner and what yeah. have you, making sure that they're, they're behind you, which my yeah. life has obviously been, um, that helps to keep you kind of grounded and, and motivated mm. um, in the days that go up and down. And then obviously the responsibility of the team as well, making yeah. sure that you're on point for them. Mm. Um, but you definitely, I think, need some releases sometimes, whether that be for some people it's exercise, isn't it? Well, you've, you've got a, a, a personal goal, haven't you, which is... Yeah, I've got my first marathon, so... You know, Jesus Christ. Six foot five, 20 stone. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the easiest <laughs> challenge. It's going to be a journey. Man. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, Where, when's that? April. Yeah, April. Yeah, April this year. So. Are you raising money for that, right? Yeah, I'll be raising money for Mind, actually, talking about... Mind? Uh, um, about Mind, yeah. Awesome. So we're talking about mental health. So. Yeah, anyway, if anyone wants to support Tim on that, yeah, please definitely do. help I'll out. So you've, ne- you've never, like, what's, like, the most you've ran? Did a half marathon about four years ago. Four years ago, yeah, four and that's it? Ago, and that's it, yeah. Mate. So I'm not, like, a runner. <laughs> I wanted to do it to, yeah, again, to sort of challenge my brain to really? do something you don't want to do. So I did not want to do. It's important. <laughs> love that mate so it's um, good for um, good for your, for, your, for your mentality thing to sometimes sort of do things that you might not necessarily want to do for but, sure definitely. but it will help you um, well look so I think you've been on a great journey mate I think um, it's great oh, to hear you. sort of I think what's clear is you've, you're have you clearly someone that's always had sort of humility and it seems like you haven't sort of let your ego get in the way in, in, in any way shape or form so look um, last question I always ask everyone on this show is if you could communicate to every single recruiter, recruitment business owner out there, um, they'd take on your advice, they'd implement it tomorrow, could be a phrase, a sentence, anything, what what comes to mind if uh, they'd listen to Tim? I say don't try and do everything on your own. Mm. You know, look at other people for, for help and advice and guidance, really. Mm. You're not alone, ultimately. You're not alone. Yeah. I like that. There you go. Tim, it's been a pleasure, <laughs> mate. Thank you. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really want to ensure this podcast remains valuable and relevant for all of you. If you have topics or questions you would love me to cover with future guests, then please get in touch with me. The best place to get me is on LinkedIn. Just search Hishimazoos and drop me a message. I would love to hear from you. Finally, if you have two minutes, 
it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave an honest review for the podcast. It will simply mean that I can reach more people with this podcast. You can easily leave a review for the podcast by clicking the link in the episode notes or by going to ratethispodcast.com forward slash rollercoaster. Thank you again for listening.